Welcome to There She Rose podcast. My name is Jamie C and I am your host and the CEO and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf serves the solo female entrepreneur mindset and strategy guidance on how to build confidence on becoming a leader so they can grow guilt-free and scale their dream biz. All right, girl, let's harness that bravery and let your inner wolf rise to its full potential. Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. And today we have some good content coming for you. Uh, I'm actually currently in North Carolina. Um, I'm sitting in my room right now and recording this from my phone. So if the sound uh, is a little different from my kind of home office, then that's why. I'm actually in um, here with my in-laws. We, we rent a, a place uh, bi-annually on the beach in Topsill, uh, North Carolina. And so I'm taking this time while the kids are napping to record this podcast for you because this podcast is honestly one of my favorite things to do aside from writing and creating content for you. Um, and today what I wanted to talk about was kind of how to coach yourself when you don't have a coach and specifically how to coach yourself into to a growth mindset to kind of elevate your business. And so before we do anything, before we talk about growth, growth mindset, before we talk about coaching yourself, it's so freaking important to understand what is a fixed mindset and what is a growth mindset. Those the two are vastly different. So we'll go over that first and then we're going to go into a little bit more about the mind. So you just have a really good um, kind of idea of what this is all about and how it's directly affecting you because there is nobody that gets out of this unscathed. Honestly, every single human on this planet has a subconscious mind, has an ego, has, when I mean ego, I do not mean uh, egotistical. I mean ego as in the subconscious or your inner child. So let's talk about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So some examples of a fixed mindset are Um, I'm only good at certain things. I give up when it gets too hard. I do not like challenges. I take feedback and criticism personally. I don't like doing what I don't know. A growth mindset is kind of similar to this. I can be good at anything. I try until I get the results I want. I embrace challenges. I welcome feedback and criticism. I like learning about things I don't know. Knowledge is power. So those are the differences between kind of the fixed versus the growth. And the most beautiful thing about this, my friend, is that you, if you are experiencing a fixed mindset, that's okay. It's all okay because inherently everything that happens to us is neutral and we have the chance to give it the power um, of whether it means something to us or that we can dismiss it from our lives. So just because right now um, you have a fixed mindset does not mean you can't have a growth mindset. That's the beautiful thing about the mind. The mind is expansive. It's a muscle. It has neuroplasticity, which means we can change how you think. And right now it's not your fault that you probably think this way at all. Not your fault because you were most likely um, taught this way of thinking. If you want to think about it that way. And it is only until you choose different that you think different. So let's get into a little bit about, um, I guess, just 
first I'd like to say before I began my healing journey into mindset and learning about the science and energetics of manifestation and business growth through energetics, um, I didn't even realize that I had subconscious thoughts or that these, what a subconscious mind was. I literally had no concept of any of it or how deeply complex it really was. I simply just heard disempowering thoughts and limits and ran with it. So I had a very fixed mindset. Um, and I was, I was kind of taught that way of thinking. So I didn't really know that I had a choice. And because I wasn't aware of that, I was constantly triggered. I was living in my eating disorder and I was broke as shit. I thought basically that life was kind of happening to me. And the moment that I knew that I had a different choice, I chose different because for the first time ever, joy felt possible for once. And I always say, when you know better, you do better. So let's talk about the ego and the spirit. So they're two completely different parts of you. And the ego is your subconscious. And that's what I was saying before. The subconscious is kind of the collection of thoughts, things that you, it's basically a recording of your past memories, your experiences, your traumatic experiences, what you've been taught, um, societal expectations, um, heartbreak. Um, like I said, so many experiences that you have had kind of create your perception on life, your inner thought reality, and that is your ego. And your ego is not necessarily truth. It may feel like your truth, but it's not, it's kind of an illusion, which is kind of really fucking weird to wrap your head around, but it is. The spirit is completely different. So they're different systems of thought and they're really fighting all the time for space to exist. So let's talk about what the ego or the subconscious or the inner child is. Uh, your ego is kind of the lower order of reality that is kind of synonymous with fear, sickness, confusion, separation, suspicion, projection. Uh, your ego kind of wants to protect you in some weird kind of way. And it's actually really beautiful if you think of it in that light. And, you know, it, it also becomes really helpful to think of this to think of it this way when you need to forgive yourself for the past. A part of me was simply protecting another part of me and it did the best it could. And that part of me no longer serves a purpose here and I can give her love and set her free. So your spirit on the other hand is a higher order of reality and it's full of love and wholeness and expansion and growth and light reason and understanding Oh God, it just sounds so much more beautiful. It's also fueled with compassion and forgiveness and your spirit can really see the big picture. It isn't jaded by the past, and but it makes decisions from a space of wholeness and love and your spirit will remind you of what is really true, not just your truth, but the truth that can be found inside of yourself when you are still and listening. Okay, your spirit is what... Your spirit is basically what is going to keep you centered and grounded when life gets fucking crazy because <laughs> it will. It keeps you at peace and loving when you're experiencing challenging times. Uh, your spirit is full consciousness and can hear when you slow down and move past the energizer bunny speed of the ego and the part of you that gets riled up as soon as you're thrown for a motherfucking loop. When you're still come and put yourself in a place to listen. That is when you are able to hear the voice of spirit 
universe or God within you. Oh my God. It just brings me so much joy just thinking about that. Like that we all are energetically made of the same thing that because we always feel separate from one another, from our clients, we feel separate from the money. We feel separate from the things that we deeply desire, the the goals that we so deeply, deeply want. But in reality, we are one with our clients. We are one with those goals. We are one with the money. We are one with the desires. We are one energetically with all of it. And when we stop seeing that we are separate, we can start to love from a place of wholeness and realize that we're not any different from the money. We are not any different from our clients. We're not any different. We are energetically made up of the same material, the same thing, what the universe, the trees, everything. And honestly, it's really beautiful when you can think of it in that state of mind. Really, really beautiful. And it helps you understand once you understand like the science and the understanding of the mind, the ego, the subconscious uh, spirit, it, it really helps you shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, which then propels you into growing yourself and growing your business because you are a mirror image of your business. So wherever you are like feeling like you're slacking inside of your business, it's an it, it's actually a mirror image of where you are really falling short internally. That's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur and a mother because it fights every part of you. It it is like personal development. Being a mom and being a business owner are like the two biggest personal development hurdles in life because it'll it'll show you the areas that you really truly need to grow and heal in. So the biggest issue is that most of the time we're not really aware of the war kind of going on between our subconscious mind and just – the being. So our subconscious is this, I'm going to drop a knowledge bomb. If you don't know this, now you know the subconscious or the ego part of you is responsible for 95% of your thoughts. <laughs> Literally crazy. So that means like you're only aware of 5%. What? So this is why it gets so wild when people are trying to manifest, okay? So they're trying to intentionally manifest because let me be straight up honest with you is that you don't have to start manifesting. You're already manifesting. Like your manifestations are literally just the materialized results of your beliefs, thoughts, and actions. That's all it is. So take a look around you. If this is the life you've always dreamt of, then that is a mere image of your beliefs, thoughts, and ideas, and actions. If it is not, if you are not where you want to be, which majority of people are not, and that is actually not their fault because this knowledge, this wisdom is not talked about in school. It's not, like, you don't find this shit out until, like, later in life. At least I didn't. Or you're raised with parents, uh, like, my daughter will know all about this stuff, and my both of my daughters, because... Literally, it's what lights me the fuck up inside. So you on a conscious level can think, I am so sick and tired of being broke. I don't want to struggle anymore. But then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to try to make more money. But then your subconscious beliefs, which literally you have no idea are there, which is that's the craziest part. You don't have, unless you have um, tools and methods that like, a coach myself can teach you or if you go to school for this stuff is you don't really truly know how to access those things until you're professionally trained on how to do it or taught how to do it by a coach or a mentor and so 
when you think about, okay, well, on a conscious level, I'm sick of being broke. I'm stressed out as hell. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to give more of a life for my family, for my daughters, for my, you know, my kids, whatever. But then you start doing it and then you're like resistance comes up like self-sabotage and all of these things, like you just don't end up doing it or you have all these worrisome feelings or ideas. It's literally just your belief system. That's like, no, 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 no. You told me that either whatever belief you have around money is bad and it's trying to protect you and it literally sends all the procrastination up to the surface. So all you see is the end result of your belief system trying to protect you. What? And everyone gets so fucking frustrated about it because they're like, well, I'm procrastinating. And then they get really upset with themselves because they're like, I don't know why I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. And they get so mad, so frustrated and disempowered and angry at themselves when really it's none of it's their fault none of it is your fault your ego is literally just a collection of ideas and thoughts and beliefs that you have literally been taught by other people who had those beliefs and thoughts and then those people who had those beliefs and thoughts and you were just a sponge and you took it all in because you didn't have any conscious reasoning until you were like eight so literally you have a whole collection of other people's stories living inside of your subconscious and you wonder why you may not feel like you can do the things that you want to do or you're nervous or you don't feel worthy enough or because you literally just took on everyone else's illusions of fears and beliefs and ideas as you were trying. Like it, once you understand that, it like blows your mind apart. It's crazy. So like I said before, your subconscious is responsible for 95% of your thoughts. And so that means that you're really only aware of the 5%, the conscious thoughts, the ego and the spirit can be fighting for our attention and a decision for one over the other is made before we even freaking realize it. We've let one win all the time. And if we are aware if we were aware of the voice of our ego and were able to identify it when thoughts kind of pass through our minds, then we'd be able to be more equipped to kick those thoughts out and listen to the voice of reason that is coming from the spirit, which is your higher self, which is rooted in love and wholeness and acceptance and celebrating of others. And like, there's, there's no, like, if you win, I lose. It's like, if you win, I win, we all win. You are an example of what is possible for me. Um, so the ego is basically what we're taught to think, like I said before, but the idea of the spirit is what we have to learn from within. And once we realize that we have a choice between the two, that is when we can recognize that we need help and our help comes from spirit. When we recognize these feelings, we'll be able to kind of clearly see that we need support, but you know, Not many people recognize that they even had a choice. I mean, I'm literally talking to you because I didn't even realize that I had a choice. And then I dove into the learning and now have helped thousands of mompreneurs step into their power, energetic power, and remove the false limits that they thought were their lives. And it's crazy. So I want to give you a couple of kind of how to coach yourself. Um, Because I think it's super important to be able to have some tools when you don't have a coach yourself. So we're going to go into one of the, I mean, I love this. I love this. And I'll even share with you kind of my own thought process on this too. But this one is called the rooted why. And so basically 
what the rooted why is, is when you're feeling stuck with resistance, when reaching a goal, like maybe in your business and you're asking yourself, um, I really want to reach this goal. I really want to manifest this. I want to call in this opportunity. I want to call in this, like lead the way, right? So you may be feeling procrastination or fear or worry about this particular goal. And that means you have a block. That means that there's an energetic block in your inner world that needs to open up and heal. So what you want to do with the rooted why is basically ask yourself, what am I afraid is going to happen? So the important thing to think about is your subconscious mind has literally so much data inside of it. So it may take at least a couple days or it can happen immediately to get that answer, but I need you to trust the answer that comes out. And then you're going to ask yourself why. So then you're going to get a new answer and then you're going to ask yourself why again. And then you're going to ask why a total of five times and you will get the deeper resistance reveal. So for example, um, I will give you mine, but there's a couple steps after that. So I want you to then, once you get down to your kind of resistance reveal, you're going to then ask yourself, who taught me this? And is this my story or theirs? And can I give my myself permission to release it and then rewrite your own story? So um, I'm going to actually share with you an example of one that I had done myself about five years ago before I healed my money story. So here we go. I'm feeling resistance when trying to make more money. Why? I'm afraid of what people will think of me. Why? I'm afraid they will think I'm better than them. Why? Because I've always struggled with making more money. Why? Because I was taught that making more money or the more money you have means the more greedy you are. Who taught me this? My parents. So back it up. Beep, 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 beep. Did you get that? Look at this. I'm feeling resistance around making more money. The root of it was because my subconscious believed that if I made more money, I inherently would be greedy or be seen as greedy and therefore I would be unlovable or I would be not accepted. And a primal existence in our brain is to make sure that we don't feel unsafe. And when you don't feel love and you don't feel acceptance, you inherently feel unsafe. So my that part of my brain was trying to protect me from making more money so I wouldn't be hurt. So that is where the procrastination comes from. The root of it was that end thing. But from the surface, I just felt this block around making more money. And anytime I tried to do it, I would be stuck with trying to come up with why or just being frustrated with myself and seeing other people succeed and me being pissed at myself and being like, why the fuck can't I do this? Like, I'm so sick of being broke. I'm so sick of having anxiety attacks. I'm so sick of feeling like a failure. I'm so sick of not being able to provide for my kid. I'm so sick of feeling like shit about it. And I would be so demeaning to myself and I would be so angry with myself thinking that that would actually increase motivation when actually it decreased increased my self-worth because all I did was fill myself up with why aren't you good enough? Why can't you do what they do? When the root of it was, I thought I'd be greedy. I thought I was, my brain was actually protecting me. And that is actually really beautiful if you think of it that way. So who taught me this? Well, it was my parents. And they did it with the, honestly, both, none of my parents went to college 
and they did the best they could. And I think they saw people who made more money as greedy. And the truth of it is too, is that my father, his family struggled with money and my mom's mom, their family struggled with money. And so there's this ancestral tie of struggle that I ended up carrying. And I am the person, the only person in my fucking lineage that broke the energetic tie of struggle and money. And now I am making it possible to help my family move forward and break that tie. Like my lineage no longer has to struggle that way. It's not like it's, it's done. Like I broke it and I did it on purpose because I didn't want to struggle anymore. So I found the reason why. And now I teach others how to do it. And I inherently make income simply because I help other people. And it's such a beautiful exchange. And I love nothing more than seeing my bank account fill up because that means I have helped so many people. So if you think about that, and then inherently by helping other people, I get to help more people. I get to invest back into my, into my business. I get to help my family. I can help, we can go on beautiful, have beautiful experiences in life. I can help uh, charities. I can help people. Like every time I see someone on the side of the street, I give as much as I can because I can. And that's the beautiful thing. I wouldn't have been able to do that because I needed that money to fucking pay my bills. I couldn't give it to people if I couldn't, you know? So is this my story or theirs? Clearly it was theirs. And so can I give myself permission to release this story and create my own? And the answer is hell yes. I don't want to carry this story anymore. It's not mine. So becoming the author and writing your new story. So this is what I wrote. Making more money doesn't have to be hard. And it is simply an amplifier of the good inside me. The ones who love me will love me no matter what. Making more money will bring me so much less stress, more experiences, and the ability to help so many people. My success will create a ripple effect of good. So that to me is like, think about that coaching technique. Think about what you just unblocked. How powerful that is. The rooted why literally carries so much power. So basically another one that I want you to have is a growth for a growth mindset is I, cause I hear this one so often and, um, it's kind of the, Hmm, how do I want to say this? It's the resistance that comes up when you said, I don't know what people will think of me, or I'm afraid of what people will think of me. So if this is expanding my business or stepping out and growing my business, hiring people, doing this, whatever it means to expand or to say no, uh, whatever that is, you say people as like generalized, it's so big and heavy. And this is where language becomes really important. So you say, I'm so afraid of what people will think as in like, you're generalizing the whole world is looking at you. And that's not the case. The whole world isn't looking at you. So when you think that the whole, I'm so nervous or I'm afraid of what people will think of me or what will people think of me really dive in deeper, ask yourself, who am I afraid of? Like who in my life am I actually afraid of? What opinions am I actually, whose opinions am I actually afraid of? Lower the volume of your thoughts. 
That is very loud. Generalizing an entire population of people that have their eyes on you can feel fucking awful. So when you take a step back and lower the volume or zoom out, as I say, step above the situation, I'm actually afraid of my mother's opinion. I'm actually afraid of what my spouse will think of me. I'm actually afraid of what my group of friends will think of me. And is it a whole group of friends or is it the two girls who have always been jealous? Is it, think about it. Who am I actually afraid of? Who am I actually? And then ask yourself, this is the next question. Do I think they can love me fully if I step into my best self? Because that's what you're doing. You're fully stepping and accepting yourself as the best version of yourself. And if that person cannot fully love and accept you as happy and successful and joyful, then get them the fuck out. Bye. They have, that's their own projection onto you. And yes, that is so easy to say, okay, bye, see you later. No, it's awful to have to say goodbye to people. It's traumatizing. It's heartbreaking a lot of times when you realize someone that you've loved your whole life is so triggered by your success or is so, is so triggered by seeing you happy or seeing you this. Know that that has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with their own thought, beliefs, inner world. That is their projection of their perception. Remember, perception is your ego. That is the collection of thoughts, ideas, and beliefs. So if someone sees you and is threatened or triggered by you, it has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with them. That is their response, their perception and projection. And as heartbreaking as it is, if you want to live this one beautiful life, one life, that's all you get. You don't get a second round. We don't get it. We get one. And if you want to choose to stay small, to make someone else feel comfortable, you are going to regret it. I promise you, you will regret it because I don't want you to look back on your deathbed and say, I wish I had done more. I wish I had lived more, helped more, done more, seen more, experienced more, loved more. And if you can look at eyes of love to that person and know that that is their pain that they're carrying and that you can look at that objectively and say, if they love me fully, they will accept me, but they can only love me fully as much as they can love and accept themselves. And if they can't fully love me, that means a part of them has not fully loved and accepted themselves. And that's not your problem. It is not your problem to to stay small, to make other people more comfortable because we need you. We need people like you who can step into their energetic mama power and say, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make an impact and that's it. (laughs) I'm gonna make an impact and that's it. I wanna experience more good. Um, I mean, I could literally go on forever, but this is... um, two ways of being able to coach yourself into basically a growth mindset. And this is going to take practice. You have, however old you are right now is basically years of collected thoughts and ideas and beliefs. And I need you to know that as much as, as much as like, as hard as it feels sometimes, I don't want you to ever give up on yourself. We need you more than you realize ever. Okay, so um, I'm going to put some uh, 
some good stuff in the show notes for you to start your journey. Um, I have some amazing new coaching offerings that I'm so fucking excited to offer. I'm literally working on one right now. Um, that I'm hoping is going to be out really, really soon. It's a new one-on-one coaching program. I have my inward coaching, which is like three months of mindset. I am actually creating um, a really kick-ass uh, six-week program to activate your inner manifesta- <laughs> manifesting mama powers. So if you are ready to call in what you deeply desire, then this is fucking it. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm literally lighting up. I cannot wait for you to be a part of this. So um, yeah, check out the show notes. Uh, Be on the lookout for this new wonderful thing that's on the horizon. And uh, that's it, my friend. I love you so much. I love you. Okay, I'll see you later. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. Mm -hmm.